Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. We're talking today on the podcast to creative professional and church media guru, Lynn Wilson. If you were a pastor or leader of a ministry, talk about how important strategy is to, uh, to using and embracing, leveraging media uh, to it, its best uses uh, for the gospel. What, what would you suggest to a pastor or church leader regarding some strategies that are practical that they could use? You know, one of my hats here, Craig, is a communications or, or marketing hat. And in the language of marketing, you talk about audience. I, I wrote a series of uh, posts on my blog last year called Jesus Marketer, where I looked at how Jesus approached his audience. And so I did some research uh, through the Gospels on how Jesus communicated relative to the people he was communicating to. And, uh, you know, Mark 4.33, it says that Jesus only spoke in parables. It was an exclusive form of communication. And I quoted that for a long time as a justification, biblical justification for what we do. But, of course, there are areas in the Gospels where Jesus is not just telling stories or using parables, but he's giving, you know, pretty direct instruction. And as I looked into it more, I realized that there's a pretty clear distinction, I believe, between Jesus' approach to crowds and Jesus' approach to disciples. And I think when it was crowds that he was talking to, crowds of his primary audience, I think he did speak pretty exclusively in stories. Uh, but that's not to say that when he was speaking to disciples, he was speaking only in uh, directives or, or uh, you know, straight teaching per se. Sure. Uh, there's also times in which he's telling stories to um, disciples. And if he felt like that, the, his audience was not able to fully understand the depth of wisdom that he would revert to storytelling to make that happen. Okay. Uh, so when we're engaging the larger culture, I believe one of the big mistakes we make as a church is we're treating the larger culture as disciples when we should be treating the larger culture as crowds. And so we're trying to um, present the full gospel to people who don't have the context for that when Jesus's model was to use stories to make that happen. So absolutely, we need to be uh, present in the marketplace of ideas. But the way we've been doing it, I think, is is largely backward. Okay. So what we can, what can we do uh, in a nutshell to go forward? If we truly begin to understand what storytelling is, uh, then we can begin to find examples of changed lives. I like one of the things on my blog. I talk about are the different types of storytelling in church. I think you have biblical storytelling. Uh, of course, like the prodigal son we mentioned. You have cultural storytelling where you're engaging in stories that are part of the broader culture. So you've got biblical storytelling, a cultural storytelling. You've got uh, stories from within faith communities. So you know, here at Peace Tree, one of my jobs is to find stories of life change and to tell those stories on a weekly basis or regular basis in worship. So you've got different types of story. And so when we begin to put those stories together, not worrying so much about... Uh, outcomes, but just to simply tell the stories and to trust that the Holy Spirit's going to do 
the work necessary and, and the hearer, you know, to move that person forward. Great conversation so far with Lynn Wilson, church media guru. We'll be back in 32 seconds after this message. This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International, a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig. We're back with Lynn Wilson, who's a church media guru, a Christian professional, communications professional, and back with the conversation. And any church or ministry, when I go out and, and speak, uh, mostly to filmmakers, but sometimes to leaders, I will say, you have so many great stories in your congregation of lives that have been changed. Why aren't you telling them? And there's sort of this glare that goes uh, kind of uh, <laughs> over their eyes like, oh, oh, we do. And I'll say, okay, take five minutes, ten minutes, and I want you to sit down and write down at least one, two, or three great stories in your congregation of somebody's life that was changed. And pick one and start with one and go tell a story that's about three minutes long, two to three minutes long, with lots of great uh, explanation footage, B-roll as we would call it, cutaway footage. Yeah. And tell that story in a, in a cool, easy-to-understand way and then depend on the Holy Spirit to walk into your shoot, to walk into your script, to walk into your editing and, and uh, the time that you record. And I guarantee you the Holy Spirit will not let you down if you invite mm. him in. And I'm yes. a big believer. I, I actually say this to some uh, people in my, my group, uh, that, groups that I talk to. I say, you have a problem with uh, editing your piece? Stop for a minute. Hold hands with people, pray, and say, Holy Spirit, we're stuck. We need you to come in. We invite you to come in and give us creativity, skill, clarity, decisions, and all of that. And to depend on, to, uh, we need to depend on you. And again and again, Len, Holy Spirit never will never fail. Absolutely. Never fail. Absolutely. Huge on that. Hey, let me, let me um, switch subjects a little bit. We're talking to Len Wilson here on the podcast, Creative uh, Guru. Uh, some people don't like that term, but I sort of like it. It shakes things up. Uh, <laughs> innovator in use of media in churches and faith-based groups. Also an author. We'll talk about his books in, in just a few minutes. Let's, let's get down to a little bit more of the practical. A lot of churches right now have gotten at least one, two, three cameras in their auditoriums, and they have begun to live stream uh, their their services Saturday night all day su Sunday Wednesday nights whenever it might be what advice would you have for uh, for churches and what have you seen when it comes to live streaming because that's a very fast-growing area of church media right now there are uh, very different purposes between a, a live stream experience and an iMag experience. So I would start with a discussion about what those two things are and what the purposes are between them. Okay, uh, iMag is image magnification and Correct. live streaming is when your, your uh, service, whatever you're recording live, goes across the world to anyone who wants to pick up uh, the web link and watch it on a, a device or your television. So, so in the room versus out of the room and how you produce a service visually changes dramatically based on your and on your goals. Um, IMAG in the room uh, needs to be uh, 
where you're actually trying to enhance the experience of worship by drawing people, creating intimacy is, is the value I, I like to talk about. How can we use the cameras to create intimacy uh, in the experience of worship uh, to enhance what's happening you know, live on the stage or around the chancel if you're in a traditional, traditional environment? Uh, in a live streaming situation, you're trying to, to create context for what's happening and kind of create space. So, for example, you'd use a lot more wide shots in a live stream versus you'd use a lot more close-ups, intimate, tight, you know, strong focal point kind of shots uh, in an IMAG experience. Okay. So understanding those differences is critical. Um, also, and, and this goes back to our storytelling conversation, Craig, if, if you've got a dominant metaphor or a dominant hook or narrative that you're building your service around, that becomes the driving piece for all of your graphics and all your roll-ins and all the kind of pieces you're going to bring to the live experience on live stream. So, for example, we'll stick with our prodigal son piece in this conversation. Uh, if you're going to use that story, then you want to be able to create um, some kind of graphics package that would be able to be built around uh, a party. It might be built around... Um, uh, you know, kind of a farm setting or farm versus city sure, setting. Sure. You know, yeah. lots of different angles you could go uh, with something like that. And and that works both on the iMag and in the live stream setting to be able to have a package that, that helps to bring additional meaning. And, and I like to talk about it not just as eye candy or illustration, but what can the image or the hook do to create a new level of understanding in the viewer? You know, so sometimes actually having... Uh, metaphors that aren't directly um, illustrations of the text of the theme for the day, but are kind of a new way to understand, uh, you know, the concept. So, for example, if you're going to talk about body of Christ, um, you know, you could use the literal body uh, illustration, but you know, visually that might get kind of weird. Sure, you know? <laughs> body yep, parts. Yeah, might be. So, yeah, so you could focus on, for example, say uh, a symphony orchestra, and say each one of us has a part to play, and so you could actually bring in kind of this metaphor. To, to be able to talk about it and use images and illustrations. You might have a storytelling video of a, of a bass player, you know, and he's talking about when he plays with, uh, with a band, you know, and, and the interaction. And so he could actually talk and just kind of live in that metaphor a little bit, create a short video for that, and that becomes a setup to a sermon or a teaching time, um, and then you have graphics that go with that. So I'm kind of getting off stream a little bit from your, your live stream question here, but, but to me, I, I, I always... As a leader uh, here in my local setting, I always tend to drive towards the why, drive towards the vision, you know, of what we're doing. I'll, I'll speak technically uh, here for a minute too. Okay. We 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 did have a dedicated um, proprietary uh, server here on house that we were we were using for live stream. Uh, we switched to the service livestream dot com uh, just recently and have been very pleased with that. We feel like that we're not only getting a higher quality product, but uh, we're getting a kind of an evangelistic boost because we're getting broadcast out through the live stream channel, you know, as well. So we're getting additional exposure we have not gotten in the past. Excellent conversation today with Lynn Wilson, church media guru, communication specialist, and a true creative. Hope you will join us for the next episode where we will continue this wonderful, wonderful conversation. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org.
Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.